Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Apremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Bigarito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp of the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Cotillo Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Cotillo. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Cotillo. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. We'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zant shortly. As the Miami Dolphins uh, bring their record to 6-2, dismantling the New England Patriots and officially sweeping Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots for the 2023 season. As... Uh, they pretty much show what they can do at times. Uh, there's a little bit of that game that got me aggravated, as Rich will tell you, just because I felt like they could have just put that away. Um, but in the end, they really did what they had to do and, and, and put it into another gear and did put it away. Uh, 31-17, your final score. Let me give you the stat line. Uh, 30 for 45 is to a 324, three touchdowns, one interception, and you know, it's, just, it's the same kind of interception that we see him throw at times, which is a little bit frustrating. Uh, Mostert was your leading rusher, 13 for 46. He had the one touchdown. Leading receiver, Jalen Waddle, 7 for 121 and a touchdown. Uh, big game for him, uh, physical game for him. You can see he was kind of sucking it up a little bit at the end, um, but he had a really nice game. Uh, Tyreek Hill was your second leading receiver, and uh, he was uh, still 8 for 112 with one touchdown and uh, just on that monster pace. Uh, may have reached 1,000 uh, on the year. I have to ask Rich because I know he was right there, and then he uh, lost the yard. So I think he did uh, for um, the first half of the season. And uh, also of note, Jalen Ramsey gets his first interception in his first game back, his first game as a Miami Dolphin, and he had a 49-yard return on that. So, that was pretty special, and that was nice to see. And, of course, Xavier Howard wasn't even in the game, so at some point you're going to have both of these guys in there. Uh, and then of note, uh, Phillips, Wilkins, and Chubb all had sacks. So um, there's that. Patriots stat line, Mac Jones was uh, 19 for 29, 161 yards. He had two touchdowns. He had the one interception that I just told you about. Uh, Rushing-wise, uh, uh, Ramondre Stevenson was their leading rusher. Only 10 for 39, and Ezekiel Elliott was right after that at 7 for 36. And their leading receiver was uh, Kendrick uh, Bourne, uh, 3 for 36, and he did have the one touchdown. So that's basically it in a nutshell. 6-2 and two the Dolphins go. Um, of course, uh, you know, at the top of the division now, um, they will uh, face off. For that number one seed, basically, Rich, next week in Germany um, against Kansas City, which we will get into. But all in all, you get a sweep of the New England Patriots. The Dolphins show what they can do. They're, they're, they're one thing on it, like I 
harp on it. I know you get on me and some other people. It's just that they don't, they haven't done it against a really good team yet. And it seems like, you know, that's going to be the one question mark uh, when that comes around. Uh, and we don't even know if Kansas City is a really good team at this point. They lost to a team yesterday. They put up, we put up 70 on. And they did, happened? but because, sir, Patrick Mahomes had the dude. flu. I mean, he had the flu. He wasn't yeah, even going to play. It was like a game-day question. Don't, don't act like you don't know why there's reasons that happened. I mean, you know, the guy was sick yeah, as a dog before that, right? I mean, yeah, you know, there, there's reasons why. You've got to put somebody else in. They should be able to beat them with their backup. You know, the, the Denver's atrocious. You know, that's yeah, a I, weird I thing, you. you know? It is a weird thing. I, of course, it's one of the biggest upsets we've seen in a long time. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, obviously, you, you know, there's a lot of other – there's factors involved. We'll see. I, I said all along, too, don't don't gauge this game either because you're playing in Germany, and I think that's like the ultimate oh, neutralizer. No. You know, so that doesn't mean, you know, I could see them winning this game. I also think it's going to be close. I, you know, I don't think it's going to be one of those normal games is my point on that, you know. I think it's going to be one of those just weird European games that we see all the time, you know. Um, so I think, it was, you know, I think it was a good move that we – I think it was a good move they left today, you know, to get out there and get acclimated a little bit. Early as possible. I think going late – yeah, I think going late hurts you, you know. Of course. Of course, it's just you know, with the hangover, the you know, the, with the flight hangover, and the and just you know the atmosphere, and you know you're gonna want to go look at this and look at that and do this and go here, you know. I just think that kind of like you know takes away from what you're there for, you know. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think that that is a big factor of it. But I, I think when you have two teams that are all you know, about the same, you know, they're both going to feel the effects, which might make a lackluster game at times. I think that the big difference was that Jacksonville stayed there and was acclimated there. So that obviously, you know, hurt Buffalo, in my opinion, a lot. Um, but they're both yeah, going to be at the same time. I don't think Kansas City's leaving until Thursday night. So yeah, I mean, it's a big I, difference. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, we'll see how that that does factor out. It, it is it is a big difference. You know, it's a couple of days difference. Um, you, you're also talking about a team that's won Super Bowls. So, you know, what I, and the reason why I bring that up is because you know that that's part of that, right? That's a big part of that. Um, the, the traveling, the hoopla. They've done that, um, you know. So I, I don't know. I guess we're gonna see. You know, we're gonna see. But I, but you know what? We're both arguing the point that I just made in the same fashion. I don't know that you really get a true gauge, right, when you're there, because maybe it will affect Kansas City, right? Maybe the value. Who knows? I mean, I don't know what what kind of game we're gonna see. And and of course, just the fact that it's at 9:30 in the morning, uh, Eastern time. You know, you just you know, me and you just love that. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than the matchup of the year taking place in Europe at 9.30 in the morning. I mean, that's, you know, Oh, that's ridiculous. just wonderful, you know. We pay, we pay the price from the NFL breaking in the dollars. You know, it's amazing, you know. It's just, yeah, and and, and, and of all the games, right, I mean, to, to fall on, you know, it's got to be that one. It's the best one of the uh, year. It really is, you know. I mean, I mean, if you if you think about that, just just to put it in perspective, let's pretend it's not taking place there, and let's pretend it's Sunday night, right? I mean, how how amazing would that be? Let's pretend it's Monday night, Kansas City versus Monday Miami. Night, I mean, and you know, that's uh, either you know, and I say Sunday night because in a sense, Sunday night is almost taking the luster 
So, I mean, it's almost, you know, Monday night is obviously still Monday night, but it's not the same. You know, I mean, because you know, Sunday no. night holds a big holds a big pop, too. It really does. So, um, you know, imagine it was in one of those two spots. Uh, I mean, that would be, you know, it's a shame. It is. But, yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll see what, what transpires from it. And, uh, you know, um, but you you beat them. You know, you're the number one seed. I mean, that's what's basically at stake. I know it. Yeah. So, you know, hey, you know the other thing is, too, if it wasn't in Germany, it would be in Kansas City. So where would, would. you rather play them? Well, for, for getting the victory, forgetting yeah. the victory, I would. But that's not really what I'm, yeah. we're talking about, right? Forgetting the no, victory, of course. I yeah, I would rather play them in Germany. I think you have a better shot to beat them in Germany. But yeah. but to get a real yeah. read and a gauge of, of where you are and how good you actually are, oh, I think you would need to be, you know, in, in, in the United States to do yeah. that. Um, you know, and, and, of course, if they went into Arrowhead and did that, that would be, you know, a pretty special thing. And don't. Don't discount the fact that it was snowing beforehand, freezing, high altitude. Patrick Mahomes had the flu. Travis Kelsey was out at seven different professional games of the World Series in the playoffs beforehand. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just I'm not making excuses for them. They they got beat. They you know, the wrong uh, they, they do. They do. They I, the yes. Circus. Absolutely, and I'm not, yes, absolutely, they did. I'm just saying, like, you know, on paper, you look at 70, you know, what was it, uh, you know, I don't even remember the score, 70 to 14, was it, uh, and then you look at them losing to, to that team. No, 70 to 20, right, and then you look yeah. at, uh, and then you look at them losing there, of course, it, you know, uh, on the surface, that looks ridiculously, you know, in our favor, yeah. but, you know, you know how these things work, I mean, um, you know, it's a, it's a strange thing. Uh, so we'll we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it, it comes out. And, you know, the the positive side of it, Rich, is that the two teams that we've lost to are two of the best teams in football. So it goes both ways, I guess. I mean, you're beating up on teams that aren't really statistically good, but at least the two teams you lost to are are really good in the sense of yeah, you know, record. You know, and stuff. like I said, a good team beats the good chunk teams. I mean, you know. Yes. A sign of a bad team is the teams that don't win those games they should. So the that's fact true. that we're blowing out the you know blowing out the lesser ones is a good sign. You know that's true. And, you know Buffalo was really the only real true blowout where I didn't really feel we had a shot in that game for a long time. But you know yes, Philly, we're in that right. game for a long period of time. No, you're right. You know? But I was disappointed. I was disappointed at yeah. how we were manhandled in that. Philadelphia game. That, yeah, that's I, why I, I say that. I'm not, that I'm not saying we didn't have a know. chance to win that game at times. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But we were physically manhandled, and I didn't feel like we really yeah. had control of that game at any time. And that was yeah, disappointing to me. You know, that's why I say it like that. But either way, yeah. two, you know, two two of the top teams in the league. Um, and I, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know how good this team is. I don't know how good they are. They could be great. But they also could be um, a little bit transparent and, and, and maybe exposed in bigger situations and more physical things at times that we wouldn't want it. So I don't know. And, again, I don't think this is necessarily going to be the true test. It will show us some things for sure. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And, the, and, and the schedule gets a lot easier, a lot easier after this. And, you know, I really, I really deep down believe that this defense is going to get better as – the system works itself in, and we get. I think it already has. A little 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think you're seeing it already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously, you got, lot more now, you, know? you got Ramsey back, which it's you've been spots. wanting for a while, yeah. and, and that was a big yeah. thing. Um, so, so yeah, uh, there's a lot of things that, you know, are, are positive about it. And, and, you know, obviously it's the Patriots, and any time you beat them, you know, you relish that, at least I do. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it's it's always nice to sweep them. And, and this now, Tua is now 6-0 and versus Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So mark that in your spot. <laughs> That's fantastic. Isn't that great? Yeah. And, and I got beating, another one. He's beating the, uh, he's beating the uh, quarterback that some – some people in Alabama were saying we're better. It was better than him. Remember? Yeah, ab- absolutely, Remember absolutely. So that's of, a good of course. Thing. Oh. And, and also, yeah. you have this piece which you might really enjoy. Uh, I know that we've been counting the uh, the Bill Belichick uh, watch. He's still 17 away from Don Shula's all-time record. But here's a piece that you may not have known, which is very uh, exciting: is that he is now seven. Losses away from the all-time record as the most losing coach in NFL history. So the, there's well, that too. That. So, yeah, so that you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got both sides of the coin. Yeah, now the game ball like they didn't yeah. do for Brett Favre when he broke Blanda's interception record. That's right. I didn't see That's him. Right. I didn't see him have a ceremony for that one either. You know. That's right. And that's the record that the still Blanda, stands, right? The play till he was. Yeah, Blando played till he was seventy-two. <laughs> yeah. Didn't somebody wasn't somebody teasing at that record? But he still holds it, right? No, but Favre crushed that record. He never goes always going to touch that one. I, yeah, I that, thought somebody. Like no. Yeah, I no, thought I thought somebody else had was like still in the league, uh, and and you know playing with that. No, I don't. They're no that. longer. No, that's, uh, no, that's unbreakable. Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna be touched. You, you can't you can't mess with that one. That's insane. You needed somebody to play the word fifty. He was fifty. Was he fifty five when he quit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, obviously, Blanda played forever. Is he still number two? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That, that was my point. He, he no, one, no one thought that. Was, no one thought anybody could touch that one. You know? And he still nah, I, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> And he's still a whole favor. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Both, yeah, I mean, they both are, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Far broke every record. That was like the one they didn't mention, you know. They didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty crazy. It, it really is. Um, I mean, he played, obviously, a lot longer, you know, than some. But, uh yeah, it was it was pretty nuts uh, when he did that. Um, so, yep. uh, but yeah, so you know, the, uh, getting back to what we were saying, um, you know, so there's there's that record which uh, will go alongside, uh, and uh, you know, uh, it, just these little things you take note of because we have to hear about all the other parts of it so many times, right? I mean, we oh, you know. No yeah. And I know you love to hear about the uh, regular season wins that have now tra- trumped the uh, playoff <laughs> career wins. And I said to you, there's no league where you can get the 300 twice. And I, and I said to you, I guarantee you, Don Shula would not even know what his regular season record was. He wrote 347 on everything. He wouldn't have a clue. 
This is Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. That was my. Qu- 
That was my question to you. You know, like uh, Hunt went they say down. They're probably play this week, and, and Armstead may yeah. be back this week. Yeah, well, that's what I wanted to tell you. The next part is uh, Armstead now is is going to uh, travel with the team to Germany. So I guess that means that he's a game day decision possibly. Um, so you may get him back this week. Am I right on that? Yeah, I think he either eats a giant pretzel and a beer or he plays. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, he, he, <laughs> I think what that might be catamount to <laughs> is that, yes, he has a Bavarian pretzel and he takes up a... <laughs> it takes up a little bit more space on the sidelines. It's a better seat to watch the game. <laughs> Thinking the same thing. Oh man, we're bad. We are bad. <laughs> it's probably not half. It's probably half true, though. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, it probably is. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, I, I know you're concerned with Eichenberg at center, and ultimately to to do what you would want to do. Uh, you know, that's going to have to change. So maybe in that sense, if it really was just a uh, precautionary thing, uh, then, yeah, the Connor Williams thing, uh, you know, uh, hopefully that will – he will get healthy um, and, you know, stay in the lineup. Uh, I don't know why he would really dress if he, you know, he wasn't going to do that. But I guess it was like for an emergency, emergency purpose. But, yeah, that's that's an area that you've been very concerned with and that you hope is going to change. Um, you know, because if there's one area of concern, it's there on this team. It's that offensive line that just consistently keeps getting battered each week. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, you want to hear the uh... – George Hallis, okay, we'll go back to George Hallis for a second. He okay. had 318 regular season wins. So how come they didn't celebrate Shula breaking at 319? We didn't hear a peep about that. No, but actually, remember I was telling you, there we was something about that. We were both at 325. We never heard about 319. Right. No, but what what happened was there was some problem where he had broken it, and then they said he did it, and they went back and they found more wins for Hallis, I remember, in the regular season. <laughs> so that, that Hallis number kind of got skewed a little bit. It was very strange, which is why I think 325 became the – Didn't they take one away, though, because they found out – that he really wasn't at the game, like you're something that he took the day off when they won a game, so he actually yeah, didn't you, coach one of them. Yeah, you told yeah, me that. I hadn't heard like that, but yeah. yeah, but but I remember before that Shula passed him in the regular season, but then they they found out that he did. It kind of came and went because there was a controversy about it, and they found out that he actually had more. Then they thought, and then you know, then he had passed them without knowing. So that's why that was kind of all forgotten about, and all emphasis was put on 325 when he broke that, so which that is why it's a, so strict. There's a plaque. There's a plaque out there that he broke the record with the wrong number on it. <laughs> is that no, because. No, because I don't think they ever, like, I think getting back to what you said, did they acknowledge it? I don't think they ever went that way because of that. Okay. And so they just focused on this, which I agree with you. It's kind of ridiculous. Unless, the only way it wouldn't be ridiculous is if Belichick was able to get the all-time wins thing without getting the other thing, which he can't do. He can't do that, I don't think. Well, yeah, well, Shula's got 328 regular season wins, right? So he could pass that and and not get the 347, right? I don't know. He's 17 away. 
How many does he have now? He's set. Well, well, how many regular season ones does he have now? Well, he's 17 away from from the all time. So I don't know. Like he would. Right, but you just. I guess I mean theoretically, right? He could get 328 and not pass 347, right? Yeah. Can he though? Because he's going to pass. He needs 17 to get to 347. So does he need? Can he pass Shula before that in the regular season? He just got his 300th win. So if he gets he 17 more, yes, he can't. right? He can't. He can't pass Shula without without getting the all-time record. Uh, there's no way he can. How many does Shula have in the regular season? Do you know? 328. Yeah, so he can't because he just got his 300th win. Remember, you were making yeah, fun of it. True. Yeah, 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 so yeah, so yeah. so if he wins seventeen more, he gets the all time record. And he'd only have three seventeen right. or three eighteen at the most. So he can't do right. that. And let's be honest, right. yeah. he gained uh he he actually gained a tremendous amount because of the playoff wins. I mean, oh, I, I can't yeah, take it away from him. The guy's got nine yeah, nine Super Bowl oh, appearances under his belt. Right. But there's, there's but last, that's a know, big part of it. There's more rounds too. Yeah, more, more, more rounds, rounds although, although they like, didn't you know, really. But yeah, Dwayne but Dallas, you like, know, he has 318 regular season and only 324 wins. So right, only, but know, to be fair, but to be fair though, Bel- Belichick games. really didn't. Bel- Belichick did not really take. He didn't really get an advantage by the extra rounds because almost all those teams won the division. Almost everyone. He played yeah. very few wild card yeah. games. He played a few, but there's been a wild card yeah. for a long time, you know. But so he really didn't play that many extra games there. But he did go to nine Super Bowls, and every time you go to the Super Bowl, you're getting at least three postseason wins that year, right? I mean, or, or, or two, you know, two, two and a, you know, sometimes four. But um, so yeah, I, I mean, there's that part of it. Yeah, he would play two. Yeah. They would win at home, right? The one game at home with the bye, and then host the championship game. So three, usually, right? Three wins. Usually, when three, he won the Super Bowl, you know? he'd get three. Yeah, and and like yeah. you said, uh, and I don't know that they won the Super Bowl in the wild card years. I mean, they beat us in the wild card game uh, and stuff like that. But um, you know, uh, so th- there was a few there. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because you know each one of these losses keeps going. They have two wins right now. They had a huge victory last week against the Buffalo Bills, right? I mean that was a huge victory for them, and uh, you know that kind of kept him above water. I mean it was a drowning ship. It really was. It was about to get really bleak. I mean, and, and I don't know if you heard Teddy Bruschi come out and say. You know, which was the big story last week, was that he hopes his coach can kind of steer the ship, get it back on course, and and save face this year, and then go out gracefully. I mean, he said that, you know. So you know, it's just it's indicative of just some of the camps, which I I really can't understand. I've I've heard some of these New England radio stations and stuff, and and, and you know, people calling for his head. I gotta be honest with you. You take a, 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 a abysmal organization. 
And all of a sudden, they went to nine Super Bowls and changed everything around to from almost yeah. from the bottom to the top. You know, you're welcome to stay around with many more losing seasons than, than this. In, in my yeah, book, if you I, I did that, so I don't think he's capable of, of turning this ship around. Though I don't, th- you know. No, no. Well, that's my point, know, Richard. At a certain yeah. point, this is going to get real ugly. It could get real ugly. Oh, yeah. I know you say 17, but like I said to you, 17 divided up is a lot different if you only, if you can do it next year. If you can't, then that's two more years. And if it gets real ugly this year, you know, maybe it's three years. I don't see him staying for that. And I also don't see him really going to another organization like you do in that capacity. In well, that I'm capacity, I don't. I'm just saying they'll be lining up to hire him. Yes, they absolutely will. But you know what? They, they did, you know, like Parcells, too. I, I could see him taking a job like that more so than getting actually on the field well, and coaching. Because, you know, I mean, but we'll see. You know, he we'll some kind of stupid deal where his son's is the uh, successor. He'll do it for a year or two, and then his son comes in, you know? Don't I mean, I don't back. think he's doing it up there. No, so, yeah, you have to do so. it somewhere I, else. I think I think if he bombs out the next two years, I look as much as I would want him to just go away. I don't think he will. You know. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see but, how this know, all kind of shakes up. I, I mean, like, listen, a guy are, like that, that has nothing else in life. You know. I know. What else is he gonna do? You know, he's gonna go. He's gonna go backstage at Bon Jovi when Bon Jovi's sixty-eight years old. I don't see it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see it either. But. You know, there are teams that would maybe take that as his son becoming the successor, in, in, uh, you know, in theory. But let's be honest, the teams that would do that are not really the teams necessarily that he would want to go or be, you know, uh, the best opportunity to turn that around, right? So you got to keep that in mind, too. He's going to have a lot of offers. Yeah, I got you. But, you know. I, you know, I just, you know, look, I, I, I would love him to go into the sunset. It would be, that would be the best thing in the world. Yeah. Hmm. Which is so shocking because you were so jubilant when he got his first win of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, I got another one for you. You might you might really like this stat. This is this is this is a real uh, eye opener. Tom Brady, and you may have heard this. Tom Brady in his entire career never took a snap when his team was mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. His entire career, he never really? took a snap when the Patriots or, or, any, or any of his teams were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Well, he, he never took a snap with a fully inflated football either. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't know why I bother. I don't know why I bother. I really don't. Uh, well, that, that's what I have as far as the Patriots are concerned in this division. Um, you know, uh, I think the Dolphins and the AFC, uh, it's it shake, shaking out a little differently. I guess the big news, you know, in the AFC is maybe that Cincinnati is not dead, right? Um, they look like they yeah. uh, are, are coming alive. Yeah. And the Ravens are playing really good football. They are yeah. they are playing I mean, they really played the solid. Yesterday. Yeah, they played the Cardinals yesterday. I mean, they, they did. They played but Arizona yesterday. You know, they did. So. But they 
they're playing they're playing really good football right now. But again, you, you yeah. know, you, you, that's what I keep telling you. You know, as far as these teams that you know are interchangeable and you play, I mean, yeah, how do you know? You know, it's like we've played we've played like pretty lousy you know, teams. And, you know, remember too. You know, you don't crown you know the champion in October. It does. You know, it depends how you're playing at the end of the year. It that's does. It does. Figure. That's a look, huge. Look at Minnesota. Minnesota looked like they were going to make a move, right? And, kind of take over that division, and then Cousins blows his Achilles out there finished, you know? Yeah, so, so um, yeah, we was going to talk about some of these injuries that took place in the next part, but I guess we'll talk about it now. So, yeah, of course, Kirk Cousins with the big uh, shocker Achilles injury now. He's out for the year, uh, and this is the last year on his contract. But that that was that's rough. I mean, this was a team that – yeah, although record-wise didn't show, he was having an unbelievable statistical season. Yeah, you know um, it was really, so now, it was almost reminiscent of Marino's Achilles too. Like it was like really non-contact. Like it, it blew before he got hit. You know. Yeah, like, I mean, same with like he was moving to his left. You know, trying to get out of the pocket, and you could tell something happened. Yeah. You know? It was. It was very similar. Well, Rodgers wasn't really hit. I mean, he was twisted around. But if you look at now when they show the replay, it was when he planted on that. You've seen it pop, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know, I know. These The non-contact injuries are the scariest ones. I mean, they really are. Yeah. And you're right. It was just like Danny. Uh, and that was uh, – yeah, that was rough. Um, so, yeah, so he's out for the year now. Um, that changes some things. Uh you know, albeit it's certainly seeming like the NFC is, you know, uh, three teams. Um, but uh, you still hate to see something like that happen. And, and I got a lot more respect for Kirk Cousins than I did. Uh, I really used to not put him down, but just not really think that he was all that. I was shocked when Washington signed him to that thing and uh, to that big deal. And, and then, you know, barring this injury, which I still think will not affect affect him usually, but I still think he's going to get another big deal. Um, but this may be the caveat to that. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, let, let's pretend this didn't happen this week. He was certainly on course to get himself another huge deal because he's... Oh, oh yeah, know, he, I think now he may, he may get a big thing, but he's not going to get it guaranteed, you know? I, I can't well, see somebody giving him a five-year guarantee like they could give him a five-year contract, but maybe two of them is guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Well, they yeah, don't they don't sign fun. deals anymore without that gigantic guaranteed upfront money, even if the uh, other parts of that deal are not. I mean, we're going to be in a similar situation with Tua. You know, they 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 no, did not sign him. They did not sign him with that. You know, the way they could have. So now you're going to have that same situation. It's going to be interesting to see how this is basically shapes out now. Um, you know, with him and what kind of a deal. He's going to have, and like you said, a lot of football we played. Um, but you know, it, it, these quarterbacks now—they sign these monster deals. I mean, you, you're, you're still reeling about Daniel Jones, I'm sure, uh, and that contract that he signed. So um, you know, these guys that do sign the these. Kyler, the Kyler Murray contract's a disaster. The, the Watson contract's a disaster. I mean, those are those are franchise killers. You know. Well, you don't think the Daniel Jones one is? I mean, they're basically lost yeah, with him. All three of them. I said all three of them. Yeah, all three of them are franchise killers. Wait, way too much money for those guys. That, that's the going the going rate for these guys now. And uh, yeah, it's well, going to well, be interesting to see. I, mean, I think, okay, you know, yeah, I mean, he's not worth forty million dollars a year either. But it's like it's like either you have to overpay or you have to let them go. 
It, there's like no in between, and like I guess these organizations are so hard hard pressed to find a quarterback. They're so afraid that they may not find one that they overpay what they have. You know, it's crazy. But then you lose these guys too. Like if you don't, so like it's not even like you have another yeah, option. Saying, like, you either have to overpay or let them go. There's no in between. There's no happy medium. You know, and it's getting to the point where you're gonna have to like disqualify the quarterback from the salary cap. I mean, yeah, it's getting you know, there. If you pay a quarterback forty, fifty million a year, what are you gonna what are you gonna do with the rest of the team? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they're going to have to kind of come up with some kind of a cap where the quarterback is excluded from it in a separate entity. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the quarterback prices are, are just skyrocketing. Um, you know, I mean, uh, but, you know, the reason why I bring up there's, – there's the young guys, you know, that then they're going to run out and then they sign these huge deals – um, which is, you know, basically like Daniel Jones, like I said. Watson is an entirely different thing because they went after him, you know, in a yeah. trade to, to acquire traded, him and pay this exorbitant amount. All guaranteed money. I think, what is that, $250 million guaranteed or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was an insane contract. I mean, you know, I'll be yeah. honest with you, the Dak Prescott deal is looking like a friggin' bargain. It really is next to some of these other deals that guys are getting, right? Lamar Jackson was the big one on the offseason. He signed a monster deal. um, The last one, yeah, it's the last guy. Every every time somebody signs, it breaks the record, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're going to be in that boat. uh, You know, obviously Burroughs is locked and loaded in the same fashion, but we're going to be in that boat, um, you know, with Tua. Uh, it, it, it's certainly coming, and he's had you know an MVP type year right now. You know, uh, obviously eight games is eight games, but I mean he's played as good as anybody. So uh, you know that's just a part of the future that you know the Dolphins are going to have to face and, and deal with, and we'll see how that kind of comes to you know to fruition. Um, but uh, you know, there there seems to be. I don't think that's where they're going to head because I think that they have a decent relationship and I think they're going to work something out with him. He seems like, you know, they'll figure something out with uh, the guarantees of the future. Um, But, you know, we'll see. I mean, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be an issue. You know, (laughs) it's an issue and stuff, but like, if you look at what Kirk Cousins did with it, I mean, what was he, when no one else was getting 30-something million a year, he was getting it. So he said, eh, franchise me. Great, you know. And he didn't have a problem with it. You know, he won that big deal, and then he got two of them, you know. So. Yeah, I, that was a strange thing, how that kind of panned out. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, if you look at franchise, you're going to be making close to $40 million a year. So, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not really that big well, of a deal. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. 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 It's Hey, this is Robert Roman. This is Mike DeMont from Fast Times at Richmond High. I'd like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy listening to the Pat Catello show. 
You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Life is same. I'm moving in stereo. Here, Miami Dolphins Legend Show, the Pat and Rich coming at you. Pick up this Monday night football game, which uh, tonight is that Lions hosting uh, the Raiders. And uh, Rich, how was how was uh, Brady able to go? Was it just that he wanted to? They were kind of in-house fighting, and then they basically just agreed we're going to let you go. Because like, I mean, they could have obviously kept him if they wanted to. Could have kept right. They could have. He really couldn't go His unless they let him go. Yeah, they, they they just agreed to mutually depart. Like there was, you know, it wasn't like a free agent or a trade. There was, I thought his contract was up, right? It was, but I'm saying, but just because your contract's up, they still have him. Like they could still franchise him, like you said. Like he couldn't just go to another team before. unless they let him. Can a veteran get franchised like that? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think you're free. Like I, I, I think you can. I think, I think you can. Yeah. Like I mean, I, well, in his case, it might. He wanted to move on, and I know that they were in-house and fighting. And, I, and the story I heard was that he went to Belichick's house with Kraft, or they got where he went to Kraft's house, and they called Belichick on the phone, and basically the three of them talked. And then Belichick, you know, they kind of came to an agreement that, okay, you know, uh, we're going to let you move on and, and do what you want to do. But I'm saying if they really didn't want to, I don't think he would have been able to just do that. I think they had to kind of agree, but that's why I'm asking you, is there some stipulation with veterans, you know, where they, they can and there's nothing you can I, I do I about I it? Know. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember and I don't know. I, but I thought they just, I thought it was a mutual thing and, 
I don't think they tried to keep him, but I, I, no, you know, it was a mutual thing, like you said. And I think that they didn't have to give any compensation, no. right, to Tampa? No, no, I don't right? think so. I think he, they just mutually agreed, and a big part of that was Belichick's ego. I think there was a ego on both of their points, or parts of I want to show that I could win without Brady, and I think Brady wanted to show he could win without Belichick. And you obviously well, know who got the better end of that deal. They should have let him go anyway because all those dopey trades that Tampa made with them during the Super Bowl run. Remember how many times they gave them players for the run for nothing? Right, with uh, Shiano and all that. You're talking about with Revis. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay was like the uh, you know Kansas City A's to the Yankees in the 60s. <laughs> you know, they just keep yeah. giving them players. They're winning. <laughs> well, when I gave them Revis. And, uh, you know, there was that trade, and, and you know, I guess uh, they did wind up with the running back. tight ends. But, yeah, the running back, a couple tight ends. They did a lot, you know? Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with that. It was a totally different regime. That's because Shiano was his I'm guy. I'm kidding you. I'm he just, did what Sa- No, no, yeah, but, no, but th- yeah. that, that's what happened. Yeah. It was Shiano. Yeah. Just like the same way that we did with yeah. Saban. How do you think they got Wes yeah. Walker? I mean, it's yeah. the same thing. We We contributed almost as much. Don't forget that. Yeah, you're right. From Larry yeah. Izzo on down to, you know, uh, to to Keith Byers. To, uh, I can give you yeah. a list of all of them. Even Brian Cox, I think, was floating around there in the Super Bowl. Like, uh, it's crazy how many guys they got from our organization. And Wes Welker was just well, a cherry like, on top was, of it. The, the Keith that was Byers ridiculous. Was, uh, that was idiotic because that was Jimmy just cutting them. It, it was. But, Remember that but they traded Wes Welker. I mean, they yeah, gave him away. They gave him away, yeah. and Saban was gone the next next there. year. I mean, not even. You didn't tell me that wasn't just that like was. a gift handed on a platter to his buddy? And that was ridiculous. Yeah, he probably knew he was Yeah. He absolutely did, you know? And Shiano yeah. wound up being on, on uh, Belichick's coaching staff the, the next year. Yeah. That's where he went. Yeah, now he's back in Rutgers. Yeah. So, yeah, these guys always they have golden parachutes and they always wind up back back in college where, you know. Yeah, no, Brian's I mean, back who, right? Yeah, O'Brien. I was just going to say, look who's their offensive coordinator. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, he's got some tree, not to make this the Bill Belichick show tonight, but, you know, some tree. I mean, literally, uh, besides Vrabel. Uh, who you I guess you give some kind of a a nod for you know consistently being a decent coach for a long time. Um, yeah, his tree not really successful in the head coaching no. you know, spots. They're really not at all, especially considering his no, degree. You can't really you can't really give him so much of that Saban because Saban failed in the NFL, but Saban wasn't really with him that long with with Cleveland. You know, what, two years. I mean, you know, and then he did his own thing. I mean, Saban's really only been successful in college. He wasn't really – he didn't do nothing with us, you know? Except no, only, only college. But, I mean, I guess you have to yeah. be started there. So, you know, it would be yeah. – but, but 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 as far as NFL coaching is concerned, you know, I mean, no. his tree has not really been that successful. Nowhere near Parcells, no. you know? No. I mean, not not even close. Parcells' tree is insane, and so is Bill Walsh, and I could – give you a lot of Don Shula's guys that people don't even realize, um, you know, so it depends how far you want to take that back. But, um, yeah, yeah nobody, I mean, I'm just – Nobody from the 80s. 
That's for damn sure. No, no, that that was that was a big part of his. his yeah, that was a big we're, part we're of his decline. Chuck Stuglies in the Alva uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a big part of it, man. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we that's a big part kids. of those years. Yeah, yeah, it didn't help for sure. Um, no. Right. Uh, as we come to the end here. Um, a weird game. I guess we should talk about yesterday. Um, you know, the Jets wind up beating the uh, Giants and and go to now what a four and three. And, and uh, um, but that's a game that just was ridiculous uh, for them to come out of there and then stay above water now with, with, with Zach Wilson. But uh, I guess we should touch on that a little bit. Um, the big play, of course, is that fourth and one where they kicked the field goal. And uh, you know, I know you have a lot of opinions on that. Well, it was probably one of the dumbest coaching, and you know, to, to me even to say it's the dumbest coaching job that I've seen this year is saying a lot because there's been a, a bunch of beauties. But the fact that it's pouring rain and you go to kick a field goal to make it a six-point lead when you're only winning by three, so to go to go up by six and have them, with, you know, a hail mary could have beat you if you get it, then you miss it. And with 28 seconds left, they tied the game in overtime. Instead of just going for it, where you've been running all day, you got the third-string quarterback in there, the veto kid, that they wouldn't let you pass any more than a screen pass because they're afraid of him. So if you can't throw anything more than a screen pass, what are you doing on an NFL roster? That's the first question I have. And then you're not letting them do anything. So then run the ball. Give it to Barkley. You're paying him, you know, $15 million a year. Let him get in the yard, and then end the game, you can take a knee. That was so stupid. What they did at the end of that game is beyond belief. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I, I would have went for it too, and I would have tried to just end the game there. Um, I, I don't think it's as clear cut. It wasn't actually raining when that took place. It was raining all throughout the day. At that time, I think it had stopped. It was raining. But, um, it wasn't pouring. It was raining. It wasn't. It wasn't coming down like it was. You know, twenty minutes before that, but it was still raining. I mean, I guess the you know the but other you know, argument is you're kicking a 35 it. yard sh- what? I think the other argument to that is you're kicking a 35 y- what? I think the other argument to that is you're ki- go ahead talk. I said I don't know if that's why he missed it the rain. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but you know, I don't think the three points meant anything at that point. I think the other argument to that is that you know you're looking at a 34-yard chip shot to you know to basically make them have to score a touchdown with 20 20 seconds left because you're going to kick off. So probably 20 seconds left, they got to go downfield to score a touchdown with no timeouts. I guess that's you know the other argument to that. Um, you know if you hit that kick, which you know Gano usually would. Um, so. Yeah, I, well, I would have went for it, like you, you said. You gave them better field. You gave them better field position by missing it. You know, if if you didn't get the first down, they would have had to go another six yards, right? Yeah, down yeah. the field, which which was huge at that point to tie the game. And I think you have a probably you have a, a sixty seventy percent chance to you know getting that first down on one yard in the rain because the defense can't you know can't you know grip either you, you know. Your yeah. forward progress should be able to get you there. I think a quarterback sneaky get it easily. You know, I, I would have went for it. Yeah, I would have went for it. I don't think you it's know. as night and day, um, but you know, when you put all the factors into consideration, yeah, I, I think they should have went for that. And uh, you know, and obviously this ends in that 
way is just ridiculous. And, we, we, and just and just getting back to the Dolphins, we dodged the boat with this table. Let me tell you. Oof. Yeah, you know that's all I have to tell you. I don't. I, you, you, see, you see, dodge the bullet, but I don't remember us really being in the running. He interviewed at the same time with Flores. That's kind but of that where the problems came in. That was our one-two one, choice. That was our one-two choice right there. You know. Yeah, but not like really. Because remember, he. Or, or you know, that like, was that's like, who, we didn't know we were going to get McDaniel. It was between those two. Not really, though, because I think I think Dable may have interviewed, right? But then he was kind of moved on, and then he was he interviewed like two or three times with the Giants, and then we had the whole fiasco with Flores. Flores had interviewed with the Giants too, and that's where the Belichick text came from, congratulating yeah. him on getting the job. Remember? You know, I I don't know. Did we announce? I thought we announced McDaniel before uh, before Dable. Yeah, I, I, it's possible. I just remember. Um, I don't remember. Like, well, like I remember. I, 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 I don't know how close it was, but that was yeah. the two that was linked to us. That's it was between one of those two, and a lot of people thought yeah. it was going to be Dable. Yeah, I remember originally talking about Dable on the show, and I remember hearing, you know, that they were interested in him and 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 that you know and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I I think it kind of came and went. Um, you know, beforehand, and you know, I think it was kind of focusing in on, uh, on you know, other teams, and obviously the Giants uh, was the main team where he had went a few times, and then I remember uh, Flores going in there and interviewing and saying it went fantastic, and he, you know, was going to get the job, and then uh, Belichick texted him, congratulations. Brian on getting the job, which turned out to be the wrong Brian, and and the, and the rest is history, right? We got a suspension in Miami. We got draft picks going the other way. We got losing draft picks. We got fines. We got a uh, a video of a yacht. <laughs> it turned out to be an absolute fiasco, of course, as it always does with the Miami yeah, Dolphins. Maybe, and maybe Dolphins. we wouldn't have an offensive line. Maybe we wouldn't have an offensive line problem if we had another first round pick this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. And I have to I have to give some credit there. They were able to shift that, you know, in some decent ways with some trades and stuff to to get a you know, a few more back with, with Frisco and whatnot, but um but yeah, I mean that that was just ridiculous. And and I guess the Texans, you know, that that trade wound up working out pretty nicely to to kind of save face with that. Uh, and uh, and um, uh, what's his name, Rich? The uh, the, the guard, uh, Tunzel. The Tunzel trade. Tunzel. Laramie Tunzel, who I don't think is even playing there now. I think there's a whole thing going on with he's him. Gone? He's not yeah, gone. He's, he's, he's not, still he's on the payroll, but they're, they're, yeah, he's not active right now. I don't know if he's hurt, but there's a whole thing, and there's basically uh, people saying that his, you know. The, the life, uh, the 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 Tunzel era, I think, is coming to an end there. Uh, to put it mildly, so we'll see. I don't follow them as you know religiously, but that's what I heard. So, well, I, yeah. every time I hear that name, I just think of that picture with the gas mask. Yeah, yep. I know, <laughs> I knew, I, I knew when I when I first brought this up. 
I said, I guarantee you, in the last minutes that we have, the gas mask scenario is coming up. I guarantee you he's going to mention that and run with that. That was another high high character draft pick that we had, remember? We were drafting high character people. (laughs) You know that? What is a low character person? Do you know know what that is, according to this organization? (laughs) They seem not to care. (laughs) No. No doubt. And on that note, <laughs> thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week, and, and, and we'll, we'll let you know about our breakfast from Germany. <laughs> Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl, we had a few drinks, and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window alone. At Casper, we love sleep as much as you do. That's why we're bringing back the very first bed-in-a-box millions love at a price everyone will love. Meet the Casper, a mattress so comfortable it could only have one name. Enjoy four layers of cozy support for just $9.95. Plus, get Airscape technology to help you wake up refreshed. Get your best rest at our best price with the new Casper mattress. Shop online or visit a Casper sleep shop near you today. Casper, for the love of sleep. Exclusions apply. See casper.com promo.